Okay, we should be live. Something approximating it anyway, because I certainly don't feel alive. I feel about 80% alive. About huh. 80%. Yeah, uh, so we're back tonight. Uh, instead of our usual first edition Dungeons & Dragons, we're playing some Dicey Tales 2nd edition. Uh, Jeff's game, all the way that way on the screen at the very bottom there. You'll see Jeff. Keep going all the way down. There he is. Um <laughs> Kickstarter starting soon. Uh, this is a pulp game based on the mythic edition of Barbarians of Lemuria. And I am trying to do it some justice as we play through this, uh, this, this pulp game with a little bit of weirdness going on with it. Richard, who are you playing? Hi there, I'm Richard. I'm playing perfectly ordinary human who used to fly a plane and bomb people, Matt Braddock. Definitely ordinary and in no way special. Right, because ordinary people always fly planes and drop bombs on people. That's the thing. Right? Yeah. Uh, Bill, who you got? Well, I'm playing Reginald Fane. He's a sort of wealthy socialite. Uh, he would be the uh, 1950s version of uh, Leslie Howard in the Scarlet Pimpernel. Oh, that works. That's that's nice. Uh, Oak, who you got tonight? I'm playing Jackie Calhoun, a chemist and demolition expert. Okay. And Jeff? And I have Nico Sartin. He is a Corsican, um, former OSS, and now a hitman for the Corsican Mafia. Yeah, yeah. An inconvenient for a hitman because you never know if you're actually on a mission or not. Um, you can't remember uh, about, oh, about a week of your lives. Uh, you remember everything pretty clearly prior to that, but you seem to find yourself now on the streets of Casablanca, having been the first of your new memories woken up to the local constabulary, the gendarmes of the uh, the area coming in. Uh, with a man who was beaten physically to death laying in the warehouse that you are waking up in. You are released on your own recognizance after a bit. You find that you had checked into a hotel and some things that you've learned so far that you are here to celebrate New Year's with an old acquaintance from a military outfit uh, that you were all part of, a uh, chap by the name of January. Uh, people in the hotel and others have told you that you had quite a party that night. Uh, there's even photographs, Polaroids, that were taken mm -hmm. of uh, you guys in midst of festivity as well. Uh, this man who you do find a photograph of uh, by the name of January you thought was dead. He looks quite alive in the photographs, though. Uh, but yes, you still have missing memory from the point where you must have received something in the mail because some of you had found uh, like postcards uh, with the name of a hotel and the date. Um, you remember life just fine up to the, that point, but you have no idea why you're here, how you got here, uh, checking into a hotel, certainly no memories of the new year's proceedings, um, but you started having flashbacks some of you seem to have oddities about them. Braddock has found out. Um, what particular thing does it seem like you can do 
It seems Brad out of the ordinary. Found out anything. Brad just the others are idiots who can't see when look, it was perfectly lit and you just couldn't see. That's mm-hmm. it. I don't believe anyone else has uh practically figured anything out. Bill had uh, uh had a little contact high once he touched uh, some ropes that were loosely draped around a column that looked like it was someone was tied there perhaps and had a, a very vivid flashback um, of you guys beating the holy heck out of the uh, <laughs> the dead man that was uh, found here next to you. I think we left the last session with you guys having explored the warehouse, having these flashbacks, having who had the memory of uh, being experimented upon? I did, and I think I think was... Oak did too. But Oak's was uh, much more mild than yours. If I remember right, Oak. Uh, you had the oh, flashback, but you obviously had been not coerced into it. Like you were a willing I... subject in yours. Yeah, but I don't remember details. Yep. I thought it was Unfortunately, Jeff. I've slept since then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Jeff is frozen. Okay. And also, I will point out that we kind of know that Jeff can do something. Sure, Jeff wasn't frozen. Jeff was just very still. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't think you could do that. That's I mean, his uh, superhuman that was my power. Superpower. Right there. No, the actually, subdivide. I was one of the ones that was a volunteer. Okay, you were you were yeah. the one that had the flashback of a volunteer. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I right. literally split in two over it. Yes. On one hand, you might have superpowers. On the other hand, oh my god, you've got another hand. It's over there. <laughs> attached to yeah. another arm, attached to another shoulder. Exactly. It goes on and on and on. So uh, let's, I guess let's pick up there, guys. Uh, you are exploring this warehouse. Now what? Hmm. I think I'm in a feeder wall on the floor because I think we left with the... Yeah. The flashbacks. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yep. I don't remember. What was the last thing we did? Oh, uh, well, you saw two people shape change on a dock. Uh, no, no, I know the man, man, like where we left the session. What we, was the we very were last in the, We were in the warehouse where we had <laughs> woken up. There's and the light stuff, we the were, ropes. We did the light stuff, and we were searching it, and we found the rope that was still at the scene, and two of us had a flashback of beating them up, and that is where we That's left where it ended on the flashback. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think we fully explored the warehouse. Maybe we did, but I can't remember anything else that was in there. Yeah, I remember it was exploring the office, and... I think uh, someone was in the office. Yeah. So I guess we'll finish exploring. Well, okay, right now you're lying on the ground, right, Braddock? <laughs> He's having a little break, a little, little mental vacation. <laughs> All right, so I don't know how to explain that, So, or I don't know how to treat that either. So I'm just kind of looking at him, and I look at you guys like, what the hell? But yeah, I'm kind of nervous, too, because I can I can respect it because something like this just broke me uh, not even uh, two hours ago. You said there's no windows in here other than the office, correct? Right. Yeah. I mean, there's roll-up doors, but they're all very much closed. Are there any other crates or boxes or anything in here? 
There's certainly marks on the floors telling you that crates and uh, forklifts and jacks come through here very frequently, but currently it's pretty much empty. There's some wooden pallets uh, discarded in a corner. These are pallets that have been uh, damaged in some form, broken, uh, etc. Just kind of piled up. Otherwise, it's pretty empty. I'm check around the perimeter and uh, around those broken crates for any kind of concealed doorways or anything. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Loose uh, sheet metal or anything like that. You got any kind of profession that would help you uh, track or find a hidden thing somewhere, like a criminal mm, background no. or a, a soldier? That's about it. All right. Uh, well, in case, go ahead and give me a 2d6, and we'll make the attribute, oh, let's do mind. As you're looking for, like, void spaces, anything that looks like it's uh, just off a little bit, that sort of thing. Okay. Uh, what are the rest of you doing? Well, I'm going to try to take care of uh, Richard. <laughs> uh, Braddock. Braddock Not is Richard. <laughs> yeah, just Richard's fine. Is a fetal position, just kind of drooling and staring. Is, is it cold in here or hot no, in here? Is no, he... this is Casablanca. This is warm. It's a warm, okay. warm day. So is he hella sweating or what? Yes, probably. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, um, yeah, I try to just, you know, carefully comfort him. I don't want to try to, you know, put my hand on him and have him think he's being attacked or something. But I'm also watching him to make sure he doesn't hurt himself. He doesn't reach for anything or, you know, anything sharp and pointy and stuff like that. I get it out of his way. Something that he could hit his head on or grab it and start using it on me. Uh, Richard, we'll say, uh, we'll leave it up to you role-playing wise, but Braddock is the worst of it's gone. You're just in that kind of weakened kind of fugue state where you really don't understand what's going on. He's, you know, adrenaline is leaving. You're just tired, tired and <laughs> not understanding. <laughs> we beat him to death with our own bare hands. How did we do that? Do I recall what he's talking about? We beat him to death. Oh, you didn't have the flashback. Would I have any idea when he's battling like that? Yes, you you saw it. You yeah, you picked up that rope, and it was you. It just like you were re-experiencing it. I I I just be like, yeah, he's he's having a flashback. He'll get over it. Just give him some space. Um, I'm going to, I don't know, I'm going to be concerned about if people are uh, observing we're here. I want to, like, make sure we're not being followed or observed. Okay, so you head out with uh, Junkie Calhoun, uh, who seems to be prodding around uh, the perimeter. He seems to be pacing it off to see if maybe the dimensions don't match the floor space inside, scratching his head. You take a look around as well, and you see that there's a... there's a police a patrol car uh, that's slowly creeping down. Um, not where you are exactly. So this is uh, this is near the Wharf District. The main street runs parallel to this. It's coming down that way, and this is kind of like down a side alley. But it's slowing down as it's approaching your alley. 
We should get out of sight. You two are the only ones in sight right now. <laughs> Jackie and uh, Reginald. Yeah, everyone else is inside the warehouse. The lights are off. Are there like trees or bushes around down here? No, no. This is uh, right next to the wharf. Um, you know, you've got behind you, you know, just uh, within stone's throw distance is uh, one of the first uh, wharf docks. Uh, and then the same distance in front of you goes to the main street. It's a couple of other warehouses kind of parked here in a like a uh, grid pattern back and forth. <sighs> So what do you want to do? I don't know. If we take off, they're just going to chase us. So just sort of stand there and smile. Okay. Well, they haven't uh, come parallel to you yet. You see them coming kind of down the road in your direction, but they haven't. You don't know if this is the destination or not, but they're just kind of slowly going through the street. There's two people in the car, one by the wheel and the passenger seat, and they both... They're looking down the alleys to either side. This could just be a normal patrol. Just don't know. Okay. It's the middle of the day. It's not very late. Do we have a car out here or did we get it? How did we get out? We walked. walked. We walked it. Yeah. Okay. Can I sit Braddock up? Yeah. Oh well, that means up to Braddock. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I guess wait until he snaps out of things. Jackie, you're not finding any uh, any space that looked like it may be a, like a smuggler's panel or anything in the warehouse. It, it paces off right. You're not seeing anything in the bushes or around the outside. Uh, it looks like it got dropped or thrown away. There are a bunch of cigarette butts. But, I mean, if you look around to some of the other warehouses around you, it, smoking is pretty standard. Everybody smokes. Uh, so you don't know that that's anything particularly interesting. Yeah, I've got to say, for the 1950s, you guys don't smoke nearly enough. <laughs> <laughs> I roll my own. We've got to light one off the other. Yeah, I mean, the doctors say it's a healthy thing, clears the lungs. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to tentatively reach out for the rope again. Okay. All right. See if I experience another flashback from touching it. Whether it's no, not at all. It's, yeah, you look around, you see other rope like it cut into smaller pieces in like the trash pile of wood pallets. Um, so it doesn't. It looks like it was here instead of brought here. <clears throat> I... We did this. We did. We did what we were accused of. Well, I, I don't know. Actually, did I see everybody in the flashback, or just from my perspective? Uh, I think you and Reginald both saw it, uh, and it was from yeah. your perspective. Of course, Reginald saw it from his I, perspective. Yeah, yeah. But did I see anybody else in my? vision you didn't it was just you guys you didn't see january there was no extra people right but i saw everybody who yeah, was everybody here. that's here right. yeah okay <clears throat> did i get any sense of why we were doing that uh yes actually um it was uh you know that uh, you because you were participating uh 
uh, and you were just in a full rage. Um, you don't know the context as to why, but uh, you, it was intended. It was very much intended. You wanted this person dead and dead slow. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to relay this. Like, look, I, I don't know why we wanted this person dead, but we really did. So my, my question is, like, what did he do? So are there, like, tracks of blood or anything? Uh, no, crime scene people have already been through. And, I mean, they threw dust on the ground because these are, you know, the, where there's not concrete, it's just sand. So, you know, they cleaned up. Uh, you can see where fresh sand has been thrown down <clears throat> over an area that probably did have some blood. But the man wasn't cut or stabbed. He was literally beaten to death. Just so there was only little bits of blood. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, hell. Okay. Well, um, How do you what know do we do, Braddock? What do we do? What are you talking about? Describe it to me, please. <laughs> uh, um. Oh. I mean, we beat the man to death. He was here. Who who beat him? You? We we did. Us. Me? Everyone. Man, you were there too. What are you talking about? I'm talking how do you know we did it? I, I saw it. it it's like uh, I covered check him. Check this. He's got any fever? If he's clammy or got a fever? Or he's sweating. Uh, yeah, yeah, and he looks a little uh, just unnerved a little bit. But uh, this may be some uh, residuals from that sponge you touched or something. Having Reginald a... has the same vision, yeah. whether or not he said he that, says yeah. anything. Yeah. No, I, I. I... I definitely would say I'd, I'd be like, you know, if you don't believe us, touch the rope. So you touch a rope and see it. I kind of roll my eyes a little bit and reach out and grab the rope. Nothing. It, it's a rope. And again, you look yep. around and you see more and... of the same rope on the trash pile. I sort of brace for his reaction when he touches it. Touches I it kinda... something. I then turn and look at uh, Nico and I was like, yeah, it's totally what they're talking about. Like, <laughs> Here, why don't you get it too? And I hold the rope out. Actually, Nico is hesitant because of what happened at the diner, mm -hmm. at the restaurant. He's not totally dismissing these guys. But when you hand it to him or hold it out, I'll take a deep breath and Slightly touch the rope. It's rope. <laughs> there's, there's, there's no response. It's, it's just yeah. rope. I give him that Gallic shrug. Mm. <clears throat> Reggie, did you touch that sponge before we got it put away? Did I? I don't think I did. Did I? No. As far I as you didn't know, touch it no. at all. I wonder if the, maybe there's a, a contact high if you had touched Braddock's hand or something. Because, yeah, it's. I'm not saying you're lying. I'm just saying that the rope's not talking to me the way it's talking to you. I mean, I mean, you. you we all saw the bear, whatever 
rip that guy apart. Uh, and we saw Nico split, twin, whatever. So, I mean, it's not as if... I'm not just making this up. The hell of it. Yeah, you're right. We have seen some weird shit in the last little bit, but... I can't help piece this together why we would hurt this man or what our reason would be. We need to leave here. Maybe he told oh, us go to the, uh, was it uh, tied to like a, a support pillar or yeah. something? Yep. This is one of the uprights, like... one of the I-beams, uh, and the rope was just kind of pulled on the ground, so it's likely the person was tied up there. I'm going to go like touch and feel around on the I-beam and the floor around it. And... Uh, you do that. Uh, there are little flecks of blood here and there. But I'm, I'm going to be feeling it to see if, like, does something give me a flash or, like, what they're talking okay, about. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. Just look back at the rest of them, shake my head, and, like, I don't know. Uh, I will if there's – is. Go. I'll go in the uh, office, find some paper to, like, fold up in the little packet – and mm-hmm. if I can find anything, the uh, maybe the clip off of a pen, or I've got a knife with me and I scrape up some of the blood. Sure. And try to carry some of that. Maybe when we get back, I can run. So you find blood. like uh, one of these uh, uh, waxy envelopes, uh, you know, the kind that the inside's waxed uh, as well to keep moisture out. And you scrape off some of the blood into that. And again, while you're in the office, you're noticing like the place looks like it was turned over. Uh, you don't know if that was the police or something else, but like filing cabinets are not quite closed. Ah. Folders sprayed here and there. Uh, after I get the blood samples, I'm going to go back in there and I'll give the office a good look over too. Maybe uh, if there was something here, maybe they missed it. Then maybe I can find it. All right. Give me a roll. Uh, 2d6. Uh, add, yeah, add your... Eh. Yeah, add mine. Nope. There are a few things that you find is uh, like particular, it looks like someone was looking for a particular manila folder. Um, several are, have been removed and laid on the desk and kind of fan folded through. Papers are skewed everywhere. <clears throat> and they're, they were filled with invoices. Uh, they are all from a particular date. Uh, the date of the invoices are about a year ago, roughly. January last year is there anything I can remember just because of saying it's January that I knew about the guy we know is January that I can look for a code or a keyword something that may have been represented with him also on any of the invoices uh, you take some time you look through them you pour through them uh, it's fairly obvious that at least one folder is missing uh, because it's going through, it's got every day in January, but the 5th of January is missing. Um, and the nothing's really twigging in as a memory of, like, is there something special about the 5th of January? Just the folder for the 5th is missing. I'm going to stick my head out the door. Hey, guys. Is anything uh, ring a bell about January 5th last year? Any of y'all? 
No. Is the floor is the store um, is the floor stone or wood? Yes, it, it's there's poured concrete on the areas where they pack um, where they, they pack the crates, uh, but some of it is just sand as well. Okay, I'm going to look around on some of the crates underneath them, see if there's another room. All right, uh, so you start looking around as well. You can give me the same role. While you're doing that, uh, Reginald, uh, let, I'm just going to say that you're uh, closest to the wall and uh, you hear the sound of a like a car door being closed. Fairly close. Hey guys, I think we're going to have company. Well, I got uh, a good yeah, role. you got a success. Okay. Uh, so you start... Looking around, you're not seeing signs of anything like uh, a trapdoor or anything like that. But then you start uh, the the section of the warehouse that's just kind of like sand. Uh, You start just kind of sifting through it. And uh, you put your hand up pretty quickly because something like jabbed into your hand. You lift your hand and there's an old, oh, it's not that old. There's a metal stuck to your hand. It's an old, it's a World War II German metal of the Iron Cross. A particular division of. Uh... Oh, okay. When you said metal, I was M E T A L. So like it's M E D A L. Okay. Yeah. So I'm I'm shifting through it, and I ran across it. Sticks, yep. you know, sticks in like... your hand. Yep. Anything on the back? Um, I don't think they were personalized, so no. Okay, so I'm going to hold on to it. And uh, you said somebody's coming? I just heard a car door. Okay. Well, I'll kind of move into a shadow. Do I hear it in the office? Uh, In the office, uh, I'm going to say that you hear them discussing it, and you happen to look out the window. And, yes, there's a police car. just parked out back. You see one of the officers is coming out of the car The on the passenger side. The one in behind the wheel is just checking his mirrors. They look fairly like they don't look intent. You're just going to kind of keep in the lower corner of the, of the window and just kind of watch him. Okay. So what do you guys do? Can we turn off the light? I believe the light was, well, actually, the light inside the warehouse. Yeah, yeah, you guys need to turn. Yeah, you want to turn that off? Go right ahead. Of course, you don't notice any difference. (laughs) No, but I mean, the police will, it's a warehouse with the lights off now. I got nothing else. I'll wait for yeah. whatever the police are doing. So. All right. Uh, so, Jackie, you're trying to are you trying to keep them in vision from the from the windows? Or are you trying to get out of line of sight yourself entirely? Yeah, I'm wanting to stay at a line of sight, but I want to get where I can still keep an eye in case they come this way, or if they're up to shenanigans. Okay. 
Uh, good enough. No, one of them is uh, still in the car, and uh, like they both don't seem to be intent. Like they're not here for you or for a particular thing that has them concerned. The guy in the car, he's like picking his teeth in the rearview mirror. The one guy in the passenger side that came out doesn't have his gun out or anything. Uh, from the inside, Reginald, you're closest to the wall, and you start hearing the sounds of him urinating on the back wall <laughs> as it hits the tin of the warehouse. I'm going to move over to where Braddock is, mm-hmm. and I'm going to slowly pass him the uh, the star. Uh, okay. Excuse me, the cross. Uh, both of you guys can make me uh, a mind check and add whatever level of soldier you have to that. Okay. Yeah, immediately. When we're trying to be silent, that would be great. <laughs> Success for me. And hold on. Let's see. There we go. Okay. So, Braddock, um, you recognize the cross. Uh, it's it's uh, basically it's uh, the, the Nazi... Um, it, it's basically a a symbol for heroism of, you know, going above and beyond. Um, but this one is a little different. They have different degrees, first, second, and third degree of these. Uh, they're awarded for different things. Um, this is what would be called the Knight's Cross. So whoever did this did something particularly valorous to be able to be awarded it. But there is something on it that is different that you don't remember seeing before. Uh, there's a little symbol, like right in the middle of the cross, um, and it is uh, it's kind of a lightning bolt pattern, but done in a circle. So, like several lightning bolts all around. Yeah, there you go. Yep. <laughs> Richard, Richard knows what aware. it is. Richard is aware of the symbol. Certainly, had seen it in popular media. All right. Did the police move off? What, do we know? Uh, yeah, you waited out. Uh, the guy right, zips okay. up and uh, car police car backs out. All right. Well, I will show this to Nico standing next to me. And I don't know if he can't see it. Then put my put his finger on the on the circle and trace it around and trace the uh, symbol on it so that he knows what's there. Mm-hmm. Like, and, uh, do I recognize that? Uh, you fail the rolls. All you know is that, yeah, it's, it's a medal of valor. You don't know anything mel- much else about it. Yeah. Uh, and I, do you have German, any, do you German have any metal. professions, uh, that have, uh, do you have any occult professions? I wouldn't no. expect it. Nope. Yep. So. No ideas. Yep. Who's holding it right now? I gave it to Nico so that he could. Yeah. yeah. And Nico is, yeah, it's just, uh. Hi! <laughs> mm-hmm. Someone has invaded Oak Space. My mini me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Nico, it, to you, it's just a uh, you know, just a badge of honor. You don't know anything more about it than that. Okay. And shot around to the others. Huh. Well, you take it. I mean, 
It's well, I can't see in the dark. I, I don't know. I just I saw you before the lights went out, so I walked over there to him to show. It oh, to I, sorry. I assumed the lights had gone back on <laughs> because the police had gone away, not because I could see in the dark. So who do you hand it to? Uh, so you you call people over. Who are you handing it to? <sighs> well, I half suspect something, so I will hand it off to Jackie first of all. Okay. Uh, do you have any? You can make me a roll. Uh, mind, add your rank of soldier into it. Yeah, and I, I will point out the symbol to him as well mm-hmm. as best I can. So, yeah, hey, look. It's a success. Nice wow. success, too. Uh, yeah, you recognize the symbol. Uh, very much so. Uh, high degree of uh, of the, the Knight's Cross. The you symbol in the middle. That. You have seen the symbol in the middle before. Uh, you can't it's like it's just a memory of something you've seen. You think it is associated with uh, a mission that you did back in the war, something you saw on a wall or maybe a bit of cloth uh, hanging from something. You don't know what it is, but you have seen it before. You can pump something into that if you got the, if it's a natural 12. Is it a natural 12? Uh, no, no, six three plus two plus oh, one. Okay. Yeah, and more wouldn't give you more to it anyway. That's uh, yeah. For getting the twelve, you got the little. You you recognize it as something you've seen and a mission that you ran, but you can't. Was it some just I was in, or all of us were in? Uh, ooh, explore the memory a little bit. Um, no, you think you were all there? Uh, you think January was there too? Actually. You could almost see it was like a castle that you were raiding. It, yeah, it was on a banner. The banner was attached to like a candelabra. You know, it was like a cross member and almost like a flag that it was on. You remember seeing the top of this was like a, a little, uh, like a bronze bowl and filled with oil, and that's what was causing the light. You can you can remember everyone was there. Yeah, this uh, that castle. Uh... Where uh, was it? Frankfurt, wherever. I remember the one mission, and I start going into details about trying to get everybody's recollection. Okay, all of you this, kind of vaguely remember exactly what he's talking about. He's like, I remember a castle. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where was it? We saw it in the castle. What was this on? Does anyone remember? As I said, um, you guys can kind of remember it being on a banners on a, an oil burning. Would you hand that to Reginald, who's the only one of us who hasn't seen it yet? Like a you courtyard, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure when I'm talking about that, I'll go around showing it and they're like, yeah, dude, here, Reggie, you this right Reginald, here. Reginald, yes. make, make me a mind check. All right. Okay. Uh, as soon as you make contact with it, uh, you have an image in your head. You are dressed in finery. Uh, your hands have black gloves on them. There's a man in front of you wearing a, a crimson robe. You can only see the lower portions of his face. He's coming to you with this medal. Around you, you can see more of these robed figures. 
uh, kind of lined up around you. You're the center of everyone's focus. The air is like heavy with smoke and some kind of incense. You're like just on the verge of passing out from how just cloying the air is. There's some very dramatic music playing in the background, some kind of deep classical music with lots of drums. Wagner? And uh, you, the person pins this on you and uh, you, you do a salute um, and then the image fades. Now, you failed your mind check, Bill. So you were that person. For a, you can remember it being like a very joyous day. You can remember thinking that your wife, um, that your wife would be so proud of you, uh, but she could never know. Uh, you you were remembering that your son um, was uh, out. He, he's he was recently uh, inducted uh, into the military, and you hoped that he was well. Uh, you have a great deal of pride in your heart. Is it like when this this vision ends? You're really shaking it for a moment. There, you were this person. Do you, you have his memories? Idea? Go ahead. Do you have any idea like what that was? Uh, well, yes, you do. Uh, he was being inducted into uh, a group, an occult group, being led into the deeper mysteries. And then as you hold it now, you know what that symbol is. Uh, the symbol is popularly called the Black Sun. Okay, I'm going to relay all this to my companions. This is called the Black Sun. This is probably part of some occult ritual that this called group uses for their yep. stuff. When Bill speak or when Reginald speaks, he's speaking German. Oh shit! Unfortunately, I understand that. <laughs> I speak German. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is your name? I say German. Uh, I speak German as well. So. Yeah, there we go. Okay. What is your name? I don't, uh, but I so, don't know. Reginald, uh, you answer Braddock uh, without thinking about it. Um, uh, you respond with uh, Heinrich, uh, third class, no, second class uh, in the, uh, I can't even pronounce it, um, some, some, some group. <laughs> Storm, I, I can't, I can't pronounce it. I, <laughs> but he basically gives you rank, uh, rank name and uh, classification. Uh, and he does the salute. We'll just call it the salute. <laughs> Very primly. Thanks for Grooving Steuben. The Grooving Steuben. Uh, and then Reginald, just after you have uh, very sharply done the salute, you you you're you're more conscious of these actions you've just performed, and like it was all reflex. You didn't think about it. It's just some bits of this person's personality is still lingering. Yeah, yeah, I thought that might happen. Wow. Uh, he, oh, something's going on here. You can. I think that's why the memory was so vivid. I think you can pick up the things from the things you pick up. So yeah. you can split. I can see. You can sense things. So is he a precog? No, it's like 
seeing things that have happened from the thing. And I think he accidentally, I don't know if he transferred it to me or whether it was just because we both had the rope at the same time. I thought you might get sucked into the the memory as well when you handed over the medal. Yeah, it's like an intimate object or something that has memories in it, you know, like this little pocket knife. You hold it tight and you can remember, you know, the kid who used to whittle with it or whatever. Yep. Uh, so, Bill, you're you're extremely tired. The memories start to fade. Uh, so you're starting to forget what you... Uh, more intimate details. You remember the scene very vividly, but his personal details are starting to fade. Right. Okay. Uh, and your left is very tired. My left, like left side of my body. No, no, no. You're just, you're just tired. It okay. leaves you tired, a little exhausted. Right. So you know the name of the man who held, who had that. Heinrich von Steuben. <laughs> Was he an old man, young man? I, I, an adult. uh, He had to be middle age. Yeah, he had a kid, right? That was draft age or young, Mm -hmm. old enough to serve. I guess. I mean, I wonder if that is the person or not who we killed here. I wonder, can you do that with everything or? Just things that we have some sort of connection to as well. I mean, I don't think we have a connection to this, do we? Uh, come in here and, and touch some of these files. Okay. See if you pick anything up off of these. The people who mm-hmm. are looking through them. I'll go in there and touch some of the files that he's pointing out. Okay. Uh, make me another mind check. Psychometry is the uh, term I was looking for, not precog. Oh, yeah. Mm. Still failed. Okay. Uh, Some vague, like, just little little bit of something there. Like, your hands kind of hover over the files, and your hand comes down to January 5th that's missing. There's something about that folder that you think you were all involved in. Like, it feels very personal to you and personal to the group that's here. But you you can't pick out what it was. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. I'm getting a little just not. Now, keep in mind, if you want, um, you could reroll a failed roll um, if you want by spending a hero point. Up to you. You know what? I'm going to do that because I haven't used any hero points yet. Okay. Now, you 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 can do worse, so it, it, you have to take the second result. But you can. Okay. All right. I can do that. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, it, it's just on the tip of your tongue. Uh, all you know is that something revolving that folder you all have something to do with. Uh, okay you guys are starting to hear uh some of the warehouses around you like people uh opening them up 
start hearing like the sounds of equipment uh, as people start doing work, uh, you know, bringing in shipments, that sort of thing. I mean, we might want, if you can pick up intense emotions, feelings, whatever, thoughts, maybe we should get you to look at the the postcards we were sent. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I didn't know that. I guess they're back at the hotel. Or, I don't know, actually. I found my one on the plane. In we the plane, yeah. Only a few of you have found them. So, like, you yeah, found one right. on the plane. Who else had one? Somebody else had one. I forgot who it was. I one or not. Didn't I have one on the uh, from the bed? Yeah, yep. Yeah. You had one, Lynn. Yep. Yeah. Okay, you had yeah. one. It's right here. I'll hand it to you. Okay. Do okay. Your thing. Uh, nothing <laughs> happens, but you look at it, and you look at the one that Braddock handed you. Um, the 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 note on the back is the same. The name of the hotel, the date. They're done in two different hands, though. And the thing that's freaky, uh, Reginald, is the one that Nico handed you. That's your handwriting. The one that Braddock handed you is not your handwriting. Hmm. Uh-huh. I show that, that one around. Does anybody recognize this handwriting? Jackie, that's your handwriting on the one that Braddock handed you. Wait, let me see that. <laughs> the hell? This is my writing. We wrote these to each other. And I didn't recognize this? Hmm. Damn. All right. Wow. We... Guess it's been a long time since I've seen you. No. Unless... I mean, looking at the postcard, does it look like it's like a few days old, or does it look like it was written a year ago or something? Uh, it's hard to tell. It's certainly... I'm going to say it's. it certainly doesn't look recent. I had it to uh, the forger. <laughs> there we go. Who's the forger? <laughs> Who has the forging background? Somebody did, I'm sure. Not me. Didn't they? No? No. no. Criminal no? would cover it. If, you want, if Miko wants to take a good hard look at it, I'd give Miko the, the possibility. Okay, I'll take a look at it. All right, yeah. Go ahead and make me a mind check at what, however many levels of uh, criminal you have in your background. Okay, let's see here. Regular mind roll with a two. Jackie could probably do much the same thing if you took it back to your portable lab, but oh, let's see if Nico yeah. can... All right. All you know is it's not recent. Damn. We are rolling great tonight, aren't we? I will burn. I'll burn a hero point. Okay. Why not? All right. I'll still have four. And I can't get worse than what I already got. So, what the hell. Success. Okay. Um, it might be a year old. Uh, like looking at it, you rub the ink a little bit. Uh, you actually like spit on your thumb to see how much it takes to get it to smear. It's many months old, at least a year. Yeah, could be, could be older. Okay. Yeah. And I'm not very concrete on it because forging isn't my game. 
but I have friends. <laughs> yeah, what you know, what you know for absolute certainty is like this is not just like a few weeks old. It it's been on there for a while. Okay. All right, so maybe we wrote this to each other. Wow. Hmm. I'm going to guess somewhere around January 5th. Maybe. Thing Does about anybody it is, have a... Go on, sorry. I was going to say, the thing about it is that none of you can recall any memory loss prior to the most recent memory. Like, you know, you know exactly where you were a year ago. No, yeah. None of you remember writing these. I was going to say, did, so nobody... Some of this has got me like, like, how far back do I remember? Like uh, you remember everything up to about a week ago. Like, but I, like I remember yeah. being like a teenager. And everything, yeah. All that stuff. Okay. So if I think about like January 5th last year. Okay. Do, do I, is January 5th particularly clear as opposed to like another random day yeah. that I experienced. Um, no, it's like, you know, can you remember an unexciting day a year ago in your life where nothing special happened? It's that, it's that. Clear. Right. Okay. So it's still consistent with my other memories. Yeah. So to speak. All yeah. right. It doesn't stand out to you at all. Hmm. The sounds of people working around you is getting louder. Uh, Calhoun, you're still kind of in the office. You see somebody kind of look through the window. Um, if you remember, there's like there's no police tape on this, but they did padlock the the main warehouse door so that the warehouse portion couldn't be opened. You hear voices native talking in native uh, native patios. Does anybody speak? Yeah, some of you speak French, right? Yeah, I speak French. All right, so there's a little bit of cursing. Uh, People are basically saying, when are they going to open this up? We've got business to do. You know, where where are we going to put these crates? Just things like that. Okay. So I'm going back to the the crates, the the looking that was interrupted by the... Yeah. I'm going to keep finish up doing that. Yeah, you're you're pretty sure that there's not like a hidden room here. Like you sift through the sand and then you do eventually hit some more ground beneath it. You're pretty sure that there's nothing okay. hidden here. This just got cast off and maybe ground into the sand by someone stepping on top of it. Okay. We should probably leave before you know, the murderers are found at the scene of the car visiting <laughs> the scene of the crime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should go back to the hotel and I don't know uh, what to do when we get there, but we should get I'm, somewhere else. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not totally fine with going back to the hotel. I want to go, I want to leave. So, but you, you said we need gasoline. Yeah, yeah. Oh, aviation fluid, aviation plane. fuel. Yep. I'm all for that. Let's grab some whiskey and some fuel and just get the hell out of here. <laughs> yep. Okay, so where can we get a fuel? Is there a, is there an airfield? Where's the airfield around here? I mean, the- there is a. It's on the. You can get petrol at the dock. They have fuel for these seaplanes nearby. No, I mean, you saw that last that. episode. Yeah. Okay, is there a? Uh, where's the airport? 
No idea. Okay. Yeah, he's got a seaplane. He just landed here at the dock. Okay, but the doctor's being watched. Mm-hmm. So Something's the happening. Being at the dock. watched. Maybe the next best thing is to get a car, truck, mm-hmm. and go to the airport and get some fuel there. Uh, there, there is one important consideration. Only Braddock has a passport, which he found in his plane. None of the rest of you do. Mm. I'll just kick them out of the plane one at a time. Yeah. But... <laughs> when we get close to any coast, that'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, honestly, uh... I don't, I'm not thinking about passports. I just want to get the hell out of here. I, yeah. I figure I'm, I'm in good shape. I got my gun. Let's just go. Let's go. I don't know if we don't know if leaving will get us closer to the, whatever the hell happened here. No, but I want to unshake. Somebody's controlling this. Some controlling me, controlling us. Okay. I want to get out of people's control. That's what he controls. They can't find us. I mean, and, we could just drive then into the countryside and set up somewhere for a few days. I mean, we've done it before. We can do that. We can grab a Jeep. Okay. Grab Tell me map. how you want to do this. Uh, so you guys uh, just leave all at once from the warehouse. Uh, a few dock workers will take a look at you coming out of there. But otherwise, you know, they don't really say anything to you. <laughs> what do we need? We need to get out of here. We need a vehicle with fuel, a map, maybe some food and water. I mean, we had supplies if, back at the hotel, right? Would they, would they have included that sort of stuff? You, you had everything. Back, like You had all your original gear. You had some uh, MRE equivalents. Like You had the whole pack out uh, of like what you would need to do a mission. Yep. Okay, if there's workers and stuff here, I want to look around. Is there? Does anybody have any like kind of a van? Yes, they yes. And they there are a few around. vans. There are a few vans around. Actually, they're not vans. They're uh, the old military. Like they're, actually, they're U.S. because the U.S. flooded the world with these things because we were rolling them out at something like twenty every minute during the. T- <laughs> you know these uh, the military trucks that had so the canopy backs. Trucks and yeah, yeah, exactly the diesel. Yeah. yeah, there's there's several of them that have been uh, repurposed as uh, to to haul cargo with. I just thought of something, and I I haven't. Thought about it. So I go over to one of the desks. Uh, do, is there work tables in here? Yeah. You're still in the warehouse when you yeah. think of this? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to uh, uh, take out a round. Okay. And disassemble it. Okay. Is there gunpowder? Yes. So it's a functioning round. Yes. Okay. So I'll put it back. Mm. It would have been a shit if we would have gotten to a firefight only to know that, yeah, it's great equipment, <laughs> but it was all blanks and or, you know, dummy ammunition. That's smart. Yeah, that's smart. So, okay. So if we can get to one of those vehicles when no one's around to kind of see us, if we can abscond with it. And if we can't, if it doesn't have keys or we can't find them, I will use my mechanic skill to try hotwire. Okay. Well, uh, if you want to try and do this without being noticed, somebody with a criminal background should probably make that roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, not me I'll, I'll give it a shot I'll go I'll see what I can do okay um, do an 
either agility or mind. Agility is like if you're just being really stealthy about it. Mind is like you know when to move when people's backs are turned. You know how to stay out of their field of vision. I'll let you choose which attribute. You can add however many ranks you have in criminal to it. Yeah, I'll go uh, agility and uh, okay. add two of that. Awesome. Uh, you hop in. There's a couple of, there's some caps laying here. There's even some like uh, worker vests. Uh, you know, it's got the name of the dockyard on the back. Uh, these didn't have keys. They're just push ignition start. Yeah, uh, does so it have you, a full tank? Uh, no, but it's got mostly a full tank. Mostly You're about a, a quarter tank, tank off. Uh, yeah, you find one. Uh, you, you will get into the cab, maybe slide one of the hats on. Uh, motion everyone else to follow to jump into the back. Where are you heading? Uh, you drive okay. out. No, um, nobody really paying much attention. To the, let's go get our our gear and then head out of town. Yeah. Now going to get our gear means going back to the place, the hotel. Yep. Don't you guys have? Do you bring guns? Did you guys load up? I know some of you did. But not all of nope. you mentioned taking guns with you. Yeah, I, I need my, my my I need my chem kit. We're worried about people keeping an eye on us. Two or three of us could go make a distraction, make sure we're seen and heard near the front while everybody else tries to sneak things out the back and load the truck up. Keep in mind, you're taking up most of the third floor. Yes, there are windows on the third floor, but there's no back way out of the third floor. <laughs> You're going to have to go through the hotel to get in and out. Or we could do it at night through the do the fire escape. I'll stay or with just grab necessities, whatever you all think. All right, I'll stay with the truck. Uh, you park the truck somewhere, maybe across the street from the hotel. Uh, it certainly is going to stick out if you drive it into the hotels. Uh, no, I'm going to keep it about a block away from the hotel. Keep it in an alley yeah. or something. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, Are you all going in or somebody staying with me? I'll stay with you. Okay. All right. Can we get some of those? I'm assuming they had at this time of where, uh, like you load your stuff up on, and it's got like the uh, the big rail or uh, yeah, like the dolly for the luggage and everything. On it. Yeah, yeah, of course. There Do is. that, and then drape like a sheet over it. Okay. Well, you walk we in, uh, you grab one of those, and very uh, because this is a nice hotel. One of the bellhops come over to you, say, "Oh, sir, do you need a hand moving any of your luggage? I'd be glad to." Oh no, appreciate it. I'm just, uh, we're not going to leave just yet, but we're going to buy some extra things. And I'm just kind of figuring out how we're going to stack everything before we leave. Or we can get you a uh, porter if you'd like, Mr. Cal- uh, Calhoun. Oh, we're not going to leave yet. We'll, we'll get a porter when we do. But this is also uh, sort of a bet we've got going. Somebody didn't think I can uh, stack these things. Yeah, he just kind of just walks off uh, after he's certain you don't need anything. It's fairly busy. Um, you know, there's a lot of folks checking in, a few people checking out. Uh, the policeman, one of the policemen is still here, you know, sitting in the lounge, having a coffee. Uh, didn't look at you when you came in. 
but he's one of them at least is still here. Yeah, we'll go ahead and head upstairs and. Okay. So all your stuff is still in the the military, like um, so. Like you can easily latch everything closed. Uh, they're very very portable, easy to carry. And Calhoun, anyone else go with Calhoun, or is it just Calhoun? Yeah, I I went with him, Braddock. So you're helping Calhoun move everything, and uh, you move one of the cases aside, uh, help him put it onto the bellhop's rack, and there's a manila folder on the floor that was underneath one of the cases, dated January 5th. <laughs> oh. That's the ones in the office we were at? It looks exactly like it, yeah. All right, well... Um... Let's not read it now. Let's let's get everything all up together and then yep. be driving before we. Uh, so you get your armaments, you get your chemistry kit, you get the uh, the one box is filled with all of your case records, uh, all of the the stuff that your unit did. You lock all of that up. You put it on. It fits. Um, it, it actually doesn't take up a lot of room. It was very compact, very well thought out gear that <clears throat> could travel easily, like on the back of a jeep. So you load everything up. Uh, do a quick look around the rooms to make sure you didn't leave anything. Are we taking everything? Whatever we can fit that we think will be a necessity. All right. Or that we don't want being found left behind. I don't think everybody took the letters that were left on your beds. I think some yeah, of you I just left them there. <laughs> gather all those up. I don't yeah. want to leave any kind of paperwork or anything like that behind. Okay. No pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, in the, in the meantime, in the uh, alleyway where we okay. are, is there a market or anything like a little little sunny sunny store or something? There's one a little a uh, little ways from you, and of course, there's street vendors all over the place. But there's like an open air uh, fruit and fish market. I'll look at Reginald and said, "You think you want to? You think you can get some uh, like some fruits and stuff? Just something to." To tie those away, we're yeah. going out there. So, uh, maybe some fresh fruit, some nuts if they have them. Dates. I think I can. I think I can do that. Yeah. Okay. And I'll stay now, with the. I'll stay with the truck. So this is. Uh, this is more of a. So imagine this is a film, and we're looking into the cab. Uh, it's one of these like bucket seat cabs, so there's room for several people here. Uh, Nico and uh, Reginald, you've been talking about your plans, talking about uh, what's going on. And uh, there's somebody in between you, uh, dressed very similar to you. He's got like a white Panama hat on. He's got like a clove cigarette. You guys are just chatting with him as if, uh, you know, you knew he he should be there. He knows about like he's following the conversation with you, knows about what you're doing, also pondering certain things. Um, and so to the camera, this is January, just here between you guys, just talking like he was always there. Like he's part of the conversation, uh, when Calhoun and Braddock come up, uh, with, you know, all your stuff on the little dolly, uh, you just see Miko and Reginald talking to each other in the cab. You got, in other words, you guys don't see January. Just the viewers. Yep. And so the the players, Jeff and Bill, like this is not like this isn't even registering to your characters that this is odd or that there is a third person in here by the time everyone else comes up. Okay. So yeah, we just we figure he's been with us all along. 
Well, I mean, you don't. Uh, we don't even realize. Yeah, it. you don't even realize it. It's like you just when they when they show up, it's just like it's just out of your mind. Like it's like the whole conversation you were having with them, just like it was like you were talking to each other. Not that there was a third party. You have no memory really of it. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. So you guys, uh, they start throwing your kits in the back. Um, what did you want to do, Jeff, with the market? Uh, you know, fruits, nuts, dates, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Cop out. I mean, yeah, you load up a few grocery bags. Uh, Reginald still has some ready cash on hand. So this is the other thing to remember. Um, with Braddock being the only one with his IDs, uh, you know, his passport, his identifications, uh, Reginald, the only way you had access to your funds was doing it through the hotel, which apparently you'd set up an account with, but you don't have any way to prove that you're you. Or Jackie's Jackie, or Nico's Nico. You you have no identifications on you. <clears throat> but you did have the foresight to get. You know, uh, I think you got a couple hundred in cash. Couple hundred, yeah, yeah. All right. So you do that. You load up on some dates, uh, maybe some salted, uh, you know, some salted chicken or fish. Actually, it'd be salted fish. They have a whole bunch of salted fish. Uh, some mutton, stuff like that, uh, stuff that's portable. Yeah. So it's water. Stuff that'll, uh, you know, we don't know when, how, where we're going to be able to get food. So we want to make sure we have some. Okay. So that happens. Uh, what now? You've got a truck that's mostly full of diesel. Uh, you've got your gear in the back. No one at the hotel really said anything to you. The officer, as you guys were going out the door, didn't like really even turn to look at you. He's still reading his paper. The undercover officer, that is. So hmm. if we're in if we're in Casablanca, then I'm thinking we head uh, east. And that way we don't go in the desert and we stay on the coast and maybe eventually we'll get to Rabat and then we can maybe cross over to Gibraltar. Uh, so thinking about it, uh, you check the, uh, the message compartment, uh, glove compartment, whatever you want to call it. There's, there is a map in there uh, as well as a whole bunch of IDs for different parts of the shipyard. Uh, looking at the map, yeah, if you continue east, you will run into an airport, if that's what you were looking for. Uh, the border crossing areas are also very much circled and shown on the map as well. There's a bunch of borders you're going to have to cross if you go too far. Okay. Airport's well within Casablanca, though, so you won't have to, you won't have to cross a checkpoint uh, to get to an airport. All right, you, you're on on the road. Nico's behind the wheel. I take it. Uh, you got a bit of a trip. Uh, figure out where you're going to go, and what are you doing? Uh, we're going to head to Ain Haruda. Okay, we're going to go east. Once we're moving, say, "Hey, look, we found this fifth." So, and then yeah. read it over while we're on the move. 
Yeah, um, yeah. The, the folder is something that belonged to the warehouse. It's basically it's a manifest log uh, inventory. Uh, looking at it and looking at the numbers that are stamped on your cases, your cases were in that warehouse. This is the manifest list for all of that. It shows that all of your stuff has been sitting there for a year. Attached to it is how it was paid for to be stored for a year. Reginald, that's your account number. Okay. Can I, like, get any kind of impressions? You're going to pick it up and kind of hold on to it? By holding it? Yeah. Okay. Um, make me a mind check. Okay, come on. I gotta make a roll one of these days. Yeah, okay. Yes, uh, you get an impression. Uh, you are checking the manifest and you're looking over all of the equipment that's come in. With it's got the numbers on the side of the crates, and you're checking it off on the manifest. Um, you are in a very, very white suit. You look down and you're wearing spats, you know, the white shoes, with the black kind of border on them. Uh, you take off your hat, which is a white Panama, and you move your, your, the back of your wrist over your, uh, what feels like a, a bald or, a, or at, le- at least a exceedingly high forehead as you uh, start checking off things in the list. Now, the thing about this, though, the thing that really gets you is that you have an impression of who the person is, but it's you and it's Braddock and it's Calhoun and it's Nico, but there's just one set of hands. You're just one person, but it's all of you. Um, and then, image kind of goes off. Okay. <laughs> I, um, I, I relay this. Look, this is going to sound crazy, guys, but I described them when I saw them, and, and it wasn't just me. It wasn't just Braddock. It wasn't just Jackie. It was all of us. All of us at once. We were the same person. And I have no idea what that means. You're now just outside of Casablanca. Uh, You've got several more hours and you'll uh, hit the airport that's just kind of a little bit outside of the city. So between here and there, there's just little villas, uh, a lot of countryside, not a lot else. So you Pretty much not a lot of traffic on this road. Okay, so I'm going to keep my eyes open for any kind of tail. Okay. And Um, helicopters aren't a thing yet, right? No. I mean, not to freak anybody out, particularly not you who is driving, Nico, but, I mean, we've seen (laughs) you split. It's possible <laughs> you could get us to merge or something, and then split out again. Or, I mean, it could be you, Jackie. We don't know what weird thing you can do. I can get drunk and hide. That's my weird thing. What if I say poo? 
Uh, nothing. Yeah, I, I don't know what's up with a couple of you. I think I'm all pretty normal. All of us except you. You, you're not. It's okay. You're not normal. Whatever it is, we'll find out together. Maybe that's my special, is I'm the only one of us that's normal. Okay. Not if you merged. Like Reginald is saying here. That sounds a little personal. Uh, Nico, you don't know if it's a tail or not, because this is a long stretch of road, and heading towards the airport, uh, there's just not a lot of traffic. But behind you, uh, at a fair distance, is like an old motorcycle with a sidecar. There's a person hunched down in the sidecar, and there's a person, and they're driving pretty leisurely. They're not trying to increase speed. It's like they're a fair amount back, but it's the only other vehicle you see on the road. Now there are plenty of vehicles going from the airport back towards Casablanca, but on this one heading towards the airport, it's pretty barren. There's very little. Then I'm going to do, I'm going to slow down to a stop Mm -hmm. and let them go by me. Okay. Uh, they're significantly further behind you, so you pull over. So while you're waiting, you guys doing anything? Yeah, I'm going to get out and start checking the tire like something's wrong uh, with like it. Something's wrong with it. Okay. All right. We okay? And I'm going to start yelling on, at Nico? I'm going to start yelling at these guys in Italian. Which These guys or the guys that are coming up on the motorcycle? The, our, my guys. Your guys. Okay. I'm like, I'm right. cursing them, but I'm doing it in Italian. And I'm like, why didn't you guys check? This is really stupid. This always happens with you guys. Not overly dramatic, but you can just tell I'm pissed yeah. off about something. And I'm, I got the, you know, the hood up or something. Okay. Um, what are the rest of you guys doing? Trying desperately to decipher his Italian. I have no idea what he's saying. Yeah, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I know he sounds angry, but okay. Uh, all right, so uh, what happens then is uh, as this car comes by, why don't everybody roll initiative for me? Mm. Uh, pull out Tommy guns. It's 2d6 plus mine plus your initiative, uh, your initiative score. There's an initiative button on there. Do we think yep. that will work if we just press that? It should, but I'm not going to claim anything as I didn't write it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Right. Well, it did. Yeah, okay. That added initiative and mind for me when I pressed okay. the initiative button. That's so good. Okay. Uh, everyone who succeeded. So initiative in this game is a little different than uh, we might be used to. There's a priority ranking system. So if you succeed, it means that you go before everyone else goes. Uh, did anyone fail? Yes. Yes. I Okay, so your enemies are classified uh, as uh, uh, rabble is is a, a form of NPC, right? So if you fail, you go before the rabble, but after everyone else. And nobody got a, spe- a specifically spectacular success or failure, right? Probably no, just a regular. No, just... All right, so let me roll. Actually, I don't roll for them. Don't need to roll for them. Okay, so uh, as this motorcycle and sidecar are coming up, 
Uh, they're going, they're only going like 30 miles an hour. So they're going pretty slow. And that's why it takes them a while to kind of catch up. And uh, as they uh, start to pass by, the person in the sidecar kind of swivels to the side. And darned if there isn't like a, 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 a machine gun. And you can see the belt fed ammo thing that's inside the sidecar with the person. <laughs> the person is really short. Like maybe under four feet or about four feet tall. Um, and he kind of pulls that machine gun around and smiles and he's, he's about to pull the trigger. So now everybody that got a success, you guys get to go first. Now, in particular, Nico, thankfully you got a success and you're the only one on the outside of the, uh, of the vehicle. So what are you doing, Nico? Let's just start with you. I'm aiming at the driver. You can aim at the driver. Uh, you're going to take a shot at the driver. Yeah. All right. Okay. Give me a second here. And I have crack shot. Yep. Factor in everything you need to for your shot. Okay. So let's see here. Um, what would you call the range? I'm going to say close. It's not point blank, but it is close. Target's defense. Four. And my modifier is two. Attribute and career, though. Tribute two and one, so two and two. Sorry, four. Did you get the bonus die because of your uh, boon? Uh, Yes. Okay. Very good then. Uh, What is the uh, what's your weapon's damage modifier? Uh, my it's a military pistol. You know, damn it, I didn't write it down here. I got you. Give me a second. Uh, it's D six H, so D six high. So roll two D six. Take the highest of the two. Three points of damage. All right. Jeez. Okay, so you take the shot. Two points of damage, right? If you roll two d six and oh, take I'm the sorry, highest? yeah, take the highest. So two points right. of damage, yeah, yeah, two, two points, points of damage. Blam! Oh, enough to keep him, make him swerve, and if you, you did know. more damage, perhaps. But I'm going to say two points is very, very little, <laughs> very yeah. little. Uh, so those in the cab that succeeded, what do you want to do? Do I notice it? You hear the gunfire from Nico. But like, could I, could I see like a glancing over, seeing the mirror to see what's coming? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. You remember when coming. we first opened our crates? I put a couple grenades in my pocket. Yes, you did. <laughs> I'm going to take one and try to dump into that uh, sidecar. Ooh. Okay. All right. Okay. That's going to be difficult. This, to this get is it pulp, in there, but yeah, let's yeah that that's absolutely awesome. Okay. 
What do I need to roll? All right. Uh, well, your attack rolls 2d6. We'll do agility. Um, because, yeah, it's your aim. You're, you're trying to get a grenade in there. You got anything that would help you to be an exceptional aim with a grenade? Uh, I've got soldier and demolitions expert. That's the only things I could think of that would be anywhere close. Are they both at the same level? Uh, well, demolitions expert is a boon. Okay, right. Yeah, that's not really going to help. Uh, you can add your soldier to it. Typically in combat, you don't add uh, ranks profession unless it's something that really makes sense for it. I'm going to say grenade use. Yeah, that's kind of a soldier thing. Maybe maybe you are a sniper with a grenade. Who knows? Uh, you can add your level of that in there. So agility plus uh, soldier. Mm-hmm. Since you're hitting the sidecar itself, I'm going to say the defense is just one. Uh, but because you're trying to hit a smaller target, uh, it's going to be a total, we'll say a total defense of just two. It's not it's that small range. of a target. It's a range, range of zero. Back, right? it, yeah. yeah. I'm right, going to so spend a hero point. Hero point. Okay. Now, is that just a reroll? Yeah, it's just a reroll, but you have to take the second All right. okay. roll. Agility plus one. Come on. There we go. All right. It okay, lands you have inside. to take that now. Yeah. You have to take it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was going to go ahead and just keep the failure. <laughs> All right. Explosives. Here we go. Grenades. Uh, 3D6H. <laughs> so you're going to roll six dice and take the three highest. Nice. Wait, 3D6H. Yes. Yeah, that doesn't. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, so three d six high. It means you're yeah. rolling three d six, but the high yeah. means you roll another d six for each of those dice, and you take the highest. Does uh, roll twenty have a <laughs> like? If I put H in there, is that going to roll it like that? Or uh, I don't know if it. Can uh, I think it's K H for keep highest. Is it space after the three d six or all together? Can't remember. All together. I'm not sure if that nah, it doesn't show it doesn't the code. Yeah. Should be slash roll space yeah, but it's six K H three D six space K H. Let's try that. Nah. No, that didn't do it. Just roll three D uh six D six. Uh ten. Fourteen. Fourteen points of damage. Oof. Okay. Hmm. All right. Now, grenades, 10-foot radius, but you did have the sidecar that's going to give a little bit of protection. So I'm going to say, though, the body. that uh, Nico, being the only one outside, everyone inside is fine. You're inside a fairly heavy <laughs> military jeep, but Nico is the soft target on the outside. All right. Um, we're going to say yeah, you're now, one. Just so you remember... Mm-hmm. I was in front of the truck, I had the hood up, and I was pretending I was looking in there. Yeah, but then you turned around and shot, though. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's just true. That's just true. Yeah. Um, so you're going to take a little bit of that. You're going to take a little bit of that. Um, it's going to. I would down. assume with our training out of the old frag or, or something. that That's uh, fine. Uh, we can say that. Yeah, it's pulp. So you, maybe Nico hits the dirt once uh, yeah. you hurl the grenade. Just, o- almost, just as, the- almost like this is something that you're... Uh, very familiar with with each other when you're in combat. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He always does this. Uh, 
on page 48, mm-hmm. it says 3D6H means you roll 6D6 and use the three highest yeah. results. Yep, that's that's what we did. Yeah, because Richard was like, what? I don't yeah, know. I mean, that, that no, we're trying to figure out the uh, dice notation the, is. Yeah, the code for uh, roll, for 20, roll for it to automatically do yeah. that. Why is it not okay. 66 keep three, keep H3 or something? Yeah, yeah, it's, that's true. I'm not sure why. Uh, you can play around with it in the roll 20 <laughs> to see if you can figure yep. it out, and I'm fine with it. Oh, well, now here, oh, I may because I was putting 3d6, not 66, so I may have screwed that up. Let me try yeah. it again. Well, you'll be, you got your damage. It's okay. Um, yeah, but so, just for future reference. I'm definitely going to... That's not enough to kill either one of the people in there. It's a lot of damage, though. So I am going to have him make a test to see if he can keep control of the vehicle, though. So here we go. Uh, he fails. Okay. Uh, here's what I'm going to do deviation on this. Oh, so two... Oh, my gosh. Uh, he loses control... And the vehicle is veering towards Nico. <laughs> Yikes. So anyone else that succeeded that's in the truck want to do something? Nobody else succeeded. No one else succeeded? Two okay, passed, so, two fails. So. so then they go next. Uh, they're not rabble. So what's going to end up happening is uh, the vehicle's damaged. He loses control, but he's going to try and ram Nico with the vehicle. What is your defense, Nico? <laughs> Okay, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Uh, my defense is zero. Ooh, okay. There are actually vehicle rules for ramming people with vehicles. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. Um, I survived a grenade to the to the motorcycle. Yep. Wow. I'm going to give him a minus two because he's not in control of it. Uh, it's going to end up being a net plus one. That's a miss. All right. Uh, so the motorcycle rams into the side of your uh, vehicle. Uh, and the two men that are inside, uh, they basically roll out. They're shot full. There's shrapnel all over the place. They're bleeding. Both of them, though, just have these huge smiles on their faces. And as they turn, uh, like they're on, they fall out of the, the motorcycles and they kind of pull themselves over onto their hands and knees. And they look up at you, Nico. They just got these big grins on their face. And the grin gets wider, the teeth get longer. And then the arms and legs just kind of hunch over as they slowly burst uh, around them as uh, they transform uh, into very large wolves. Are these the same dudes or different ones? Yeah. Can you tell one wolf from another? <laughs> and one of them at the dock was definitely a bear. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this guy was a little tiny guy. Yeah, one of them oh, was a little oh, short guy. A bear. Okay, I was thinking the size of a bear, but you mean... No, it was literally a bear. Literally a bear. Okay. Okay. And I forget, Jeff, do we redo initiative or do you keep initiative for the whole combat? You keep it. You keep it. Okay. So you guys that passed initiative, Nico, you're on the outside. What what about those of us who failed initiative? Well, those of you that failed, go after them. Yes. What do you want to do? (laughs) 
Uh, presumably, we've seen everything that has happened. Yes. Uh, I mean, pull out a gun, which I had, and I guess start blasting at the wolves, which okay. just out of nowhere. So, yeah. Yeah, you lean out uh, to the back window or out of the cargo hatch in the back and you take a shot. Go ahead. Uh, so, right, that was just agility without anything else. What's the... Well, you're... Uh, you're 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 using um you're firing a gun so you yeah. have a oh range sorry not agility yeah. yep uh what was the defense what is the defense of these things four. now they are out of there so yeah. four negative four off of this roll yeah okay. range is zero no no bonus or minus for range so point blank no it's not point blank point blank gives you a plus one they're all right so close just, yeah close right okay target defense is four Oh, massive failure. I shoot wildly into the dirt, being surprised by, you know, them not, their head not being where I expect it to be. Actually, did you roll a one on the... I rolled a single one. one. You didn't roll two. I rolled a three and a one. Okay, yeah, it just goes wide. Uh, And then I guess, Bill, uh, did you fail as well? You failed as well. Yeah, what do you want to do? Um... What's that with the machine gun doing? Uh, well, the machine gun is toast as uh, the whole motorcycle just rammed into the side of your Jeep. Uh, and they're, they will, they just turned into two very large wolves, is what they're doing. <laughs> oh, well, I guess I'm going to shoot one of the wolves then. I do have. Yep. Shot you, you, you elbow Braddock aside to get through the same window. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Crack shot, I can. My character receives a bonus die on my attack roll, so that's just arranged with a bonus. Uh, range is zero. Add your ranged two uh, d six. Their defense is four. All right, so I just minus four on that. Mm-hmm. Pop up asking you what the defense is, so you can just put the four in. And this is point blank. No, it's Close. it's zero, no bonus or negative. Close, Close range. So the drop down menu that we get. Uh, its defense is zero. Modifier def- is four. No, it, it their defense is four. Right. When when you click it, the, the modifier is nothing, and you should have had a thing which came up which said defense as well, which you would put four in, and that would negative it from there. Automatically. Okay, target's defense, that's four, right? Yes. Yep. Okay, the modifier is zero. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that. Yay, somebody hit. Okay. Uh, did you just have a standard, you just grabbed a standard gun too, you didn't, because yeah. we're keeping it on you, right? Okay. Nothing Nothing special. Okay, what did I say that was, um, Jeff, 1d6 high? Uh, 2d6 high. 2d6 high. Okay, so roll 4d6. Take the two highest. Oh. Okay. No, it was two d six. Hi. Roll two d six. Okay. Highest one. Yeah. See, this is why I'm saying, yeah. hey, the actual oh, notation five. is confusing. Right. Not. It's confusing within trying to get it to yep. work in the in. I got you. Twenty. So five five points of damage. Uh, um. Okay. Uh, you shoot one of them. Uh, it's it goes down in a splatter. 
right. We're waiting for it to get yeah. back up. <laughs> yeah, that's that's everybody. Uh, so we're at the top of the round. Let's just start with Nico, who's on the outside. Uh, one of the wolves turns to you and growls. Okay. And, uh, yeah, straight at him. Uh, just going to shoot. Once again, crack shot, get the bonus die. And uh, let's see, ranged with. Ranged with a bonus die point blank. Yes, if you want to walk over and do it, not for, yeah, yeah, definitely. And then targets defense still four, four, yeah. <coughs> and then the modifier was the agility too. Success! Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll your damage. Okay. So six. So six. Okay. Uh, there's a erp, uh, as the wolf goes down in a pool of blood. You smell petrol. Uh, since it was a frag grenade, uh, you notice that it had cut into the fuel tank of the motorcycle. So there's petrol, there's gasoline uh, starting to pool up around where the motorcycle is. There's no flames, uh, but there is gasoline uh, coming out. What are the rest of you guys doing inside? That passed. So, Oak, what are you doing? Uh, I would assume I have a weapon, but I don't have anything listed on my character sheet. So. Well, uh, you... Uh, Unless you pulled one out and stuck it on you, all your weapons are inside the locker. Nico had specifically taken one out, uh, as, as did Reginald and Braddock. Okay. I don't remember yeah. if you did uh, or not. If there's like a, a window, I can like crawl into the back. Okay, you get into the back and you start going for one of the cases. For something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you uh, you open up the weapons case. Um, you won't have you won't have enough action to shoot this round, but you open up the weapons case. There's a couple of rifles. There's some handguns. There's some uh, bayonets. Um, there's some long knives, more grenades, that sort of thing. Uh, so that's it, Braddock. What are you doing? Uh, Actually, you guys. Gun. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah, you guys failed. So they go first. Uh, one of the werewolves, kind of the head comes up. It spits out the slug. Uh, Nico, as you see that the hole in the back of its head that you just blew in it is starting to patch up. Actually, can I can I retcon what I'm doing? <laughs> sure, after you find out they're not dead. I knew they weren't going to do that. No, instead of going for that, I'm going for my chemistry kit to try to find something to like make Molotov. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. They'll open up your chemistry chat kit. It's like, what's well, explosive? All right, where's a bottle? Here you go. <laughs> All right, good enough. Uh, so, yeah, uh, one of the werewolves uh, that you thought you just put a bullet through its brain pan just spits out the slug, and you see the hole in the back of its head is starting to knit together. It gets kind of shakily to its feet, but that's all it can do this round. Uh, the other one is also healing, but slower. This is the stunty one, the one that was shorter. Can't really tell that now that they're wolves, but you saw them kind of crawl out of the wreckage of their motorcycles, so you you, you know which one was which. Uh, <laughs> now the those that failed on the inside, they're moving. Uh, you actually, Braddock, you see the one that had the big hole in the back of its head. The the hole is shrinking and it's getting up. Uh, 
well, this is ridiculously stupid, but hey, let's do this. I want to get out of the um, uh, get out of the van and then mm-hmm. stick my hand in the hole. Okay, you just stick your hand in there, and so, then I can just yeah. keep wobbling around. Yeah, just just start. Just, you reach in with your fingers. You you feel <laughs> the the warm brain matter, and you just keep scrambling it around in there. So you're like you're wrist deep in yeah, exactly. wolf brain. All right, that I don't works. Know if I need to make a roll to like a fighting roll. No, that's cool. I like it. You just punch your hand through the the hole that's still in there, and just start playing around with the brains. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, Rachel, what are you trapped. Doing? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Oh, God. Reginald, what are you doing? Well, I mean, if they're... Do I, do I know anything about werewolves? Like, I, me as a player knows about them. But uh, just, unless you've got a background in occultism of, of some sort. And no. No idea. No, then I'd probably take another shot if they're still coming. Sure, I would assume that the one that Braddock is at, like, wrist deep into brain pan with. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, go ahead. Let's do this. So again, it's 2d6 plus your range. Their defense is four, and it's close. My kingdom for a Felchian. (laughs) Success. Oh, nice. All right. uh, Roll 2d6. Take the highest one. Looks like six. Okay. Uh, the one that was starting to get up goes back down. <laughs> Next round, uh, Nico, you're at the top. What do you want to do? Braddock um, is just sitting there, shaking his hand around the inside of his thing. And the, and the thing is just kind of twitching around. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see here. You know what? Does he have gas all over him? Probably. Very strong smell of petrol. All right. If you're looking, yeah, some of the fur is kind of matted and wet, not from just blood. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to yell to Richard. I'm going to go, uh, Braddock, watch out! And then I uh, whip out my lighter and, and throw <laughs> Zippo. it Zippo. <at> <laughs> I like it. Make me a ranged attack roll. Uh, you still have to hit your target. Uh, okay. Now, technically, Braddock failed, so he's slower. <laughs> <laughs> so is this... Uh, I'm thinking under crack shot, right? Is it still... Sure. An, yeah. It's a ranged yeah, attack, I'll right? It. I'll take it. It's okay. a ranged attack. And I will take agility. Uh, and you're, yeah, you're point blank. You're right. You're just a couple of feet away from it. So, Gotcha. All right. All right. Point blank. And its defense is four. Uh, or is it changed for a fire? It's not going to change for that. Well, you know, I tell you what, uh, just because of what's going on with it, uh, put down no defense. Braddock's essentially holding it up. As he's scrambling its brain, uh, so it's not got any way to defend itself. So just say zero. Okay. Well, I look up fire damage. <laughs> All right. There we go. 
with the accelerator of gas going on. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't actually think that there is, is an on fire that we can look up a weapon that does fire. I think there's a flamethrower in the weapon list. Yeah, you could probably use it like like a makeshift, mm-hmm. you know, uh, damage for explosives. Uh... You know what? Uh, since it's Burning. covered... It's... Yeah, because the open flame will be able to remove their clothing before the clothing is set on fire. Players must succeed at moderate tasks. No, it, it can't remove its fire. <laughs> uh, when flesh is exposed to fire, characters will suffer 1d6L of damage for every round of exposure. Okay, so the first round. Um, so 1d6L, um, that is... that 1d6L, really? Is that what it says? That, so that, yeah. It's yeah, open so that, flame, so I guess yeah. this is just ordinary fire, not accelerant. Yeah, so let's, 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 let's make that... Uh, Let's make that the an H instead of an L. Yeah, a direct yeah. hit by a flamethrower causes two DH damage. Yeah, let's do it that way. Yep, let's do that. Okay, so so let's do that. Two D six. And now, what you just read about shucking the clothing, Braddock needs to do that to rid himself of the burning werewolf before oh, yeah. it hits Stop him. Yes, <laughs> moderate task resolution roll. Uh, so I did four points yes. of fire damage. Right, and let's see if Braddock can shake himself. Okay, the wh- what do I roll for that? Is it agility to get out of there? Yeah, yeah, basically to, to. Actually, you know what? I'll let you do agility or strength. Strength because your hand is in there, just to rip your hand out, or you can use agility to do it I'm more more agile than I am. Yeah, strong. So. Then that's fine. Whichever so one I'll makes drop more roll. sense. Uh, yeah, just uh, roll on the gas. Okay, so <laughs> your hand comes out. You still—it's covered in brain matter. You probably still have your fist around bits of uh, of brain as well. As the wolf hits the ground, uh, technically it was still healing from being dead. Now it's on fire, so it just kind of twitches as it continues to burn, and that definitely seemed to have done the trick. Uh, so Nico, one down. Calhoun. Uh, you come up with a, a bottle filled with flammable liquid. You're well, just finished putting the wick in it. Uh, you're right. It seemed kind of cheesy doing that. So I come up with the gun. Shit. Going down. <laughs> then I go back to get the the Molotov. And as I'm getting it ready to come back up, I'm like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I look for a, a, a like a big Bowie knife or something. Yep. Uh, you you pull a bully knife out, and I'm going to say you notice. I'm looking for one this turn. That's what I'm doing. It's like, damn it. (laughs) You grab this serrated, wicked-looking bowie knife, and you pull it out, and uh, it's blackened, but you notice as it catches the light, the blade is very shiny. Uh, It just happens to be black coated. But it's it's black coated. Yeah. So you have it in your hand. the door's already that's what open. I'm doing this term because I was pu- grabbing something, putting it back, grabbing yep. something else, putting it back. So you can I'm get out of the truck this turn as well. Jumping out. Braddock had opened the door to get out, so the door's still open. So you can just you can get out of the truck this turn as well. And you're holding this big okay. knife. Um, all right, so Braddock, you've just shaken yourself free of the wolf that's burning just a few steps away from you. Your hand's still covered in brain and blood. 
Yeah, I'm just uh, gonna the other wolf. Yeah, the other wolf is starting to get up. Well, I give Reginald the thumbs up. Okay, <laughs> Reginald, what thumb. are you doing? <laughs> how how far away is this? Uh, you're you haven't got out of the car yet, so it's close, not okay. uh, point blank. I mean, I suppose I could try and uh, I could try and drop it, but I've noticed that you know I've shot them and they've gotten back up. Good shots too. Like the last one put a big hole through its head, but it's getting up. You know what? Fuck it. Uh, is there another knife laying around? Uh, you'll have to take your turn to go in the back and grab one. Uh, you okay. Calhoun jump out with one. I'll do that. All right. So that's that. Uh, that wolf heals a little bit. It takes the round to do it. Nico, uh, the one wolf, <clears throat> hear the snapping of bone as it starts to knit and gets up. The other one is on fire and is being consumed very quickly since it's been doused in gasoline. Yeah. Is he running? Where is he running? Is he running away? Is he standing still? Is they're essentially both. They're essentially both right next to you. Well, this one on the right's burning. The other one's just getting up off the ground now. So it's within close range, or excuse me, it's within point blank range for Nico. It's not running; it's just rising. It's getting up yeah, off the ground. Got to shoot him again. I mean, that's what I know. <laughs> yeah, that's what I know. Okay. And, um, I wish I had a lupata, but okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, so range is close. So there we go. And then, and it's a four. You said right. Uh, def- yeah, because it's or the guy on the again. ground. Yeah, it's active again, so it's a four. Okay, so it's a four. And then I have a two. So, bam, another round. Success. Okay. All right, roll your damage. You need four points to put it down again and for it to take another round to heal itself to get back yeah. up. Oh, you didn't do enough. All right. Two points, <laughs> Two points of damage. So you shoot it. it. I'm just like, fucking you wing out. it. Like you get it in the shoulder and it just kind of growls. It bears its teeth at you. Uh, I got its attention though, right? You did. Calhoun, you're out there with a the knife. I will attempt to stabinate it. <laughs> All right. So this time, instead of range, you use melee. Yeah, so melee, anything, just basic melee it's, attack. Its defense is four. Get an axe, Bill. <laughs> I don't have any other modifiers. It's just the straight uh, melee, correct? Correct, yeah. Nope. Oh, want to spend a hero point, or do you want to just roll with it? Yeah, that's what they're for. <laughs> Melee. Nope. Still, Still a miss. Uh, yeah, it just kind of moves uh, out of the way as you swing with the blade. It seems to be very wary of the blade. You notice its nose kind of sniffs the air as you're coming mm-hmm. close. Uh, and even though you think that it probably could, considering it's just had its head blown off a few times and gotten up, it seems to be awfully wary of that blade as it kind of dances around you. Um, let's go to Braddock, who's out there, a handful of goo. <laughs> Actually, no, it goes. I'm sorry. You're, yeah, you're right. I saw the expression on your face. Uh, it goes. So it's going to attack. It's going to attack Calhoun. All right. 
What's your defense? One. One? Okay. Nine. Okay, it succeeds. That worked. Nope, that didn't work. All right. Ooh, uh, take Ouch. six points of damage. Yeah, six points Ow. off your lifeblood. Is it? It kind of as you lunge forward with the knife, it kind of just sidesteps you and it just right across the face. It just claws your face, drawing lots of blood. Uh, all right, uh, Braddock, you're outside. Calhoun's facing off on it. Nico's taking a step back. He's still got his gun out. The other wolf is. It's reduced to ash. It, it's still burning. Uh, it's not getting up. Is this guy doused with uh, gasoline too? Its fur is wet. Okay. I mean, uh, I, I guess. Yeah, I will go over and. No, I won't. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I guess I'll nope. take a shot if I'm. No, I haven't got my gun. I wasn't. Okay. Yeah. So indecisive. You uh, stand back and uh, as Reginald piles out of the the truck, who's who's now got another knife like Calhoun's in his hand. You also notice the blade is exceptionally shiny, but it's been blacked like boot blacked to kind of hide it. Okay. So uh, can I throw it? You can throw it. And and use my ranged attack and use crack shot, or that yes. doesn't apply. Okay. No. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Go for it. Uh, it is actually seems to be balanced for just this thing, almost like Reginald knew this in the back of his head. It's, like it's something he's right. done before. <laughs> so close. It is close, right? Okay. And defense is four. Four and no modifier. Excellent. Nice. What do I roll for damage? Oh, nice. All right. Uh, do a D. Uh, it's roll 2d6. Take the high. Okay. Six. Six. All right. Uh, what does that look like? <laughs> Kim, so I, I, I run back. I grab this knife. I briefly remark that, ooh, shiny. <laughs> and then... I, I I run to the edge of the the we're in a truck right. Yep. Run to the edge of the truck, holding on with one hand. I take the other hand, and I throw the knife, and it hits the wolf like right in between the eyes. Okay. Uh, it looks stunned for a moment as his eyes cross to look at the blade, and then it kind of falls over. Reginald, that felt good. It feels like something. Like riding a bike, something that you used to do a lot, you kind of got out of the habit of doing, and then you just got this rush of nostalgia. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah, uh, the one wolf, uh, it's still burning, uh, but it's a human. Uh, it's a very short, ugly human, uh, charred up, continuing to burn. The wolf that's on the ground with the knife between its eyes starts to change back as well, starts to shrink. Uh, and it's the man with the knife through the middle of his head. <laughs> I get to uh, pick up my uh, lighter. 
<laughs> it's still lit because it's a Zippo. <laughs> um, uh, I go to shake Reginald's hand. Well done, I say. Oh yeah, I'm I'm doing the whole I'm doing the whole like Ace Ventura. Yeah, can you feel that, buddy? Huh? I'm like really, really stoked about my kill. You do. You feel elated. It's like just like an old friend come home. That knife felt great in your hand. Right. Uh, see, my hand is still covered in brain. Yeah. And here's our <laughs> empath picky up person. So I wonder if he will pick up anything. Make me a mind brain check. That is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Bill, make me a mind quick. check. Me? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, while he's doing that, uh, failure. Um, nothing. It's just nasty. <laughs> it's still warm. <laughs> uh, Jackie, what are you doing? Uh, I'm trying to get some bandages or something, trying to staunch the bleeding from my face. All right. Um, you're still standing kind of uh, above the one that just fell over. Does Jackie speak German? Yes. There's a tattoo on his left upper arm in German. And I kind of move him where I can see it more clearly. And yep. It's, it uh, can. it's stylized, uh, to make almost like a, um, uh, arc, but in German it says Hexenwolf. Uh, as I, as I read it, I say it out loud. Does that ring a bell to anybody? Does it? And I don't know. No, not me. Yep. Somewhere in the future, there will be a metal band. <laughs> <laughs> a band of metal. <laughs> I'm going to uh, go check out the um, the bike. Yeah. Uh, it hasn't caught flames, uh, but it, it, its fuel tank is ruptured. Uh, there is a machine gun that had been set up with a bandolero strap of ammo on it. German? Yes. Okay, so it's an MP40 hmm. or whatever those. I think it's an MP40. I don't know. Whether, is it loose or is it got like a pintle mount? Yeah, it's mounted. Uh, it's mounted like with a pin down inside of the carriage. Actually, the motorcycle is also German. Uh, you know, it's... It's only five years since the war. I was about to say it's a relic of the war, but war is not that long ago. <laughs> any infra, any uh, paperwork in the seat and the cab and the compartments, anything like that? Yeah. You start looking. It's got like a motorcycle satchel bag on it. Uh, you roll it up. There's some documents in there. Uh, there's some passports. Change of clothes. Okay. Um I don't know. Reginald's got this thing, so we can use that. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't mind, we can. Yeah. All right. Well, we're uh, we're at time, so we will call it there for the night. Uh, you found some, as mm-hmm. I said, some documents, change of clothes. Uh, yeah, uh, you still have no idea what's going on, but uh, Calhoun, as you're looking at the blade now, so you've passed a few, a few times. Some more of the boot blacks come off of it. That blade is definitely, if not silver, it's been coated in silver. Now, have we? I don't remember what time. I think there's been werewolf movies made by this time. Yes. Have we seen stuff like that to have like an idea that this is silver and it works against them? 
Um, you got any popular culture? You got any? Have you got any profession that would give you popular culture knowledge? If not, just make me an intelligence check. No, the only thing I could even try to stretch would be bartender hearing people talk. Let's <laughs> do a mind check to see if anything picked up because a lot of people don't even don't really watch movies or TVs. Or it's not like in the cultural zeitgeist yet, really. Talkies. You apparently love the films. You love that sort of thing. Yeah, the whole wolves being blooming at the night, and yes, silver is supposed to be something that the wolves don't like. Ghosty right? stuff, yeah, yeah. So, uh, all of that. Yep. So those damn movies are real. This is exactly what they use in movies, guys. Silver knives. And I hold it up to catch the light. Yep. And Reginald, you have that just very strong, just feeling of friendliness as you you go and you retrieve the knife and you flip it in your hands a few times it's almost as if it's balanced just for you it feels perfect in your hand it's like it's like an old friend would not surprise me at all <laughs> all right so we'll we'll call it there we'll call it Daisy. there linda susan <laughs> <They're all named. laughs> Uh, all right, we'll go there. Uh, Richard, what do you got going on? Hey, I am Richard, and um, I have been streaming recently. Huzzah! I have been playing uh, Return to Monkey Island. So if you like piratey goodness and lots of booty, come and watch me on my stream here at on Twitch at LMTDTMFFR, or say it with me now. Limited, limited time offer. No Did you say return to, or are you playing the originals? I'm it's playing the one. latest one, which came out on September the 19th. All right. I've started playing the original on my Amiga emulator. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll have to check it out. Uh, Bill, got anything going on with the frogs? Yeah, I'm still running my uh, Lost City Baracus. I'm, I think we're on session 36 now. And I've got a, uh, I've got a, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Dwaro Deep. It's the new Greg Gillespie dungeon. I'm running sort of a West Marches. So, message me on Discord if you're interested in playing Swords and Wizardry. Uh, you can drop in, drop out. It's a good deal. Good stuff, Oak. You got a game after this one? Yes, sir. Got a five E homebrew I'm playing in after this. So we do Friday nights also, except this Friday because when you have a middle daughter that moves to Louisiana when she was told not to, and then says, hey, Dad, can you help me move back <laughs> this Saturday? Yeah, I'm doing that. And then uh, hopefully I will be back in time Saturday night from Louisiana to run my Grimdark homebrew. Nice. And uh, Oak's stream looks a lot better than my stream does. You can tell that Oak put some time into making it look spiffy. He's even got, like, splash screens and opening sequences. It's like, you know, like he actually cares or something. <laughs> now if I could <sighs> learn to tell a good story. <laughs> Ah, uh, it's good stuff, guys. You should watch. Uh, Jeff, any news? Hey, um, yeah, I was told that uh, Banaga Bay is going to be available. Um, so then I'm trying to get a couple of the guys to give me their bios so I can put in the <laughs> last touches to this uh, Dicey Tales Kickstarter that will finally start coming out, I hope. And, have you got uh, a date in mind? Uh, have you got a launch that you're looking for? I have not a, have a date in mind. Time okay. has taught me don't have a date in mind. All right. But, you know, once I get everything under my belt from everybody that um, I need to get it from, I will have a date. In the meantime, I have been doing 
other adventures that I'm working on in Dicey Tales uh, for the next Dicey Tales adventures. And uh, I don't know if you guys ever heard of the term Ruritanian, but I actually have a Ruritanian adventure going on. Prisoner of Zenda, Stardust kind of thing. But uh, that's that's going to be coming out in the future Dicey Tales. Cool. Yes, he is waiting on a bio for me. My name is Bert. I play games. That's a good bio. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so it sounds like uh, pretty soon then. Um, other than uh, the last touches to the PDF, uh, you're ready to go otherwise anytime? Or are you looking yeah, for something? Yeah, pretty much. Just kinda, it's just a matter of uh, uh, doing the the website. Yeah. You know, little frilly things on the website for the for the uh, Kickstarter. Okay. Yeah. So maybe first week of the next month, something like that, maybe. I would hope Possibly. so. I would yeah. love it. Okay. Good. Very good. And if you found us, uh, you know where we are. Uh, we are on uh, twitch.tv slash Steam Steel Murder. And if I can spell the word social right, you will see the links on the stream. But go to Blue Magic, B L U M A G I K dot com. All of our links are there to. YouTube, our Discord channel. Feel free to jump in if you are interested in playing in a game. It's a great place to find one to play in. Uh, and of course, all of our Twitch streams get backed up to YouTube, so you can find our past episodes there. Say good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs>